0: Welcome back, everyone, to another Eat Beat podcast—the most delicious podcast of the Metroplex. I'm Bud Kennedy and Steve Wilson. It's tamale season, Steve, or tamale season? I don't know. Uh, yeah, do you have you a kind of Christmas. You have a grammatical. Tamale, yeah, you have yeah. a grammatical take on tamal or tamale? Do you you do you care which one we use? Uh, I'm used to tamale. Tamale. Well, I mean, I think what's really right is tamales because you know, uh-huh. if you just have one, that's sad. So <laughs> you know, you should always have tamales. So everyone wants to know where to get tamales this season, and. Steve, we're at a tamales crisis in Fort Worth. Uh, A lot of the little tamale makers have retired. Mm -hmm. Santos Aguilera here on the north side. Virgie Martinez on the south side at Micosanita. Mariposas, which is very good, is kind of in limbo. They're building a new place in Willow Park, but, you know, they don't have their current place up and running. And people are running around. People are frantic. They're saying, you know, where are we going to get our tamales? So uh, we are here today at El Rancho Grande restaurante, which... Is uh, selling tamales. How many years have you done this? We're here with Deborah Martin and Brenda Holloway, the granddaughters of the Falcone family, the founders of El Rancho Grande. Now, who's the tamale spokesperson here? Uh,
1: I, I do. For, uh, Deborah? I, I do help make tamales, but we have been making tamales here at El Rancho Grande for um, 71 years now. <laughs> well,
0: that's you used to be a tamale. Factory. You were uh, what? Tamale, tortillas. What did it start as?
1: It was original a uh, uh, tamale and tortilla factory.
0: And it was behind the current restaurant. We're at 1400 North Main. And El uh, Rancho Grande was a tortilla factory uh, behind this. Uh, was it like on the back of the block or the back of the building?
1: It was just to the side.
0: Uh, on, on Central. Mm-hmm. On Central. So you've been at the tamale business all this time, and it started in
1: 1948?
0: Yes, it did. Oh, my gosh. Well, are the tamales the same as in 1948?
1: They're still delicious.
0: <laughs> <laughs> okay. No 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 direct answer to that, Steve. You know that.
2: Well, are they the same type of tamales? I are mean, the same flavors, or did something different pop up later?
1: oh well, we, we have our traditional pork mm-hmm. uh, year-round. And for the holidays, we we have started uh, cheese with jalapeno.
0: That was really surprising. I tried that the other day, Steve. You know, a lot of places will do some sort of, of vegan tamale or something mm-hmm. like that, but this is this is like a nacho inside a tamale. It's a great idea. Mm-hmm.
1: I like that analogy.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it, it works really well. Well, of course, El Rancho Grande is a really great classic old Tex-Mex restaurant. Uh, Steve, you know, they say that Fort Worth is. The heartland of retro Tex-Mex. That when you look all over the country, there's no city that has as many retro Tex-Mex restaurants with chili con carne and uh, you know enchiladas with chili, where, where things are cooked the Texas way, like they are at El Rancho Grande, at Mexican Inn, at um, the original, at the restaurants that have been here forever. There, uh, Houston doesn't have its old Tex-Mex anymore. Denver lost its original kind of retro Tex-Mex restaurant. Uh, the, no, no place. People come here to steal recipes to take to other cities because they say Fort Worth is the center of Retro Tex-Mex. And El Rancho Grande, you still do things the old way.
1: We do. We now,
0: have. Well, Brenda, no. talk about this because this, the, uh, the Falcons uh, came from the Panhandle or West Texas?
1: Our granddad, he came from Mexico. Came from Mexico. He did.
0: But he had been in... Ballinger or Winters, or, uh, Oh, that was our grandmother.
1: Oh, that was your grandmother.
0: Was grandmother. Okay,
1: so uh, she she was the cook. Yes. Uh, okay. Our grandmother. So and you? Well, our, oh, our great grandfather started. A, uh, they called it Chili Parlor downtown. So that's sort of where she got some of her recipes for oh, the chili. Oh, so you started the in the chili parlor. Uh-huh. That was uh, her, <laughs> was her the, great-grandfather. That did
0: was, this have anything to do with the packing houses or the meat markets here? This was, no. So her- Herculano is your grandfather. My right? grandfather. Uh-huh. Grandfather. And um, and he came from Mexico, Were your great-grandfather, where in Mexico? My
1: grandfather, uh, Coahuila.
0: Coahuila, okay.
1: Allende.
0: Okay, the uh, Coahuila? Allende. Allende, okay. Not San Miguel de Allende, but just Allende. Mm-hmm. The uh well now now your recipes do have more chili and the chili con carne is a thick Texas chili and when people order meat enchiladas with chili, they get Texas enchiladas here. You have so many things here that are different that are distinctive from other restaurants. You know, Brenda, what, what, what you know what makes what made them so different starting out and why are things so different here?
1: Well, I would say my grandmother had the taste for different spices and we we she did start with um her father's chili but she revised it and some of the spices she made for the enchilada sauce the chili sauce the hot sauce they were hers so she just had the taste for that our grandfather did the tortillas and he did help with the tamales making the tamales and then um eventually he did the chips
0: if i go to allende Cohuila, will the chips and tortillas be thin like they are here uh your ship they're both shaking their heads <laughs> like no no no
1: no. it was his
0: one was of the true. things el rancho grande's signature is the just paper thin tortillas and chips that people uh, you know, the, the people have come here for years. Of course, chips and hot sauce is what people come for on a restaurant. For and, sure. you know, your, yes. your chips have always been so different. Where did those thin little chips come from?
1: Our grandfather. Well. <laughs> <laughs> that he, well, I think um, when we started out and we had the tamales and the corn tortillas corn tortillas if you've ever tried them very, them, very thin. thin. Yeah. So that came about with making chalupa shells and taco shells. And after that, they did the chips. Mm-hmm. So it was him.
0: I, I mean it, it really is different from from anywhere else. Uh, well, yeah let's talk about tamales a little bit more. what you what do you all feel about this tamale season? Is this? ridiculous to you that suddenly in december everybody's crazy and has to have a lot of tamales deborah you're shaking your head yes
1: we're getting calls daily for tamale orders and i mean we have our our, you're
0: going to get a few more now
1: yeah (laughs) (laughs) it's great we we love it um we started preparing uh in october the very first of october you make them awesome making every week every week making tamales and if you want to come see our freezer they're packed it is packed <laughs> yeah so so we start making it that early and and uh, when as soon as we cook uh, well we make them and then we freeze them and as we need them we cook them
0: and the, uh, I mean talk about tamales for me I mean there are a lot of different tamales out there there's little thin silky tamales uh, you know I think the ones that that reminds me of the uh, the the tortilla factory in in Arlington uh, that I can't think of the name of right off the top mm-hmm. of my head, but it's on Division and Ballpark Way, and all my Marquez Marquez tortilla. Uh, they have these little little bitty tamales that are. You know, that are just about. I'm about holding my hand, maybe four or five inches long, just tiny little tamales. And then some of the places, like of course, everybody knows the big tamale place people go, is for is uh, Esperanza's right down the street here in North Main. And Esperanza's are like a truck tail pipe. I mean, they're great big tamales. I mean, what what do you like? What I mean, what's a good tamale?
1: Not too big, not too little, <laughs> just. Medium,
0: Uh, just just right, huh? Just right. (laughs) It's the Goldilocks. uh,
1: (laughs) Too big, we don't like it. Too little.
0: Well, and you have to have that balance of filling tamasa. It can't uh be, you know, it can't be like this big, yeah, like a hot dog. That's meat with a. We
1: do not
0: like that. Did you all grow up eating tamales? Was it your tradition?
1: Oh yes. Oh yes. 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 Like
0: uh, you know, just just the the, the from the tamala from the factory.
1: Oh, we did. We still do.
0: Now, tell me what is new or different than El Rancho Grande for people who have come here. I, I grew up here. El Rancho Grande is when you is where you come when there's somebody in your group that says, oh, I'm tired of Jotis or I don't like Jotis. Then that's when you come to El Rancho Grande. El Rancho Grande is everybody's second pick and a lot of people's first pick.
1: Well, here. we're proud to have added mm-hmm. quite a few items Um we have some really good um, chicken <laughs> chicken rellenos. We have uh, which is not breaded. It's sort of the healthy version. It's not breaded, and it's covered with ranchero oh, sauce. it's a naked <laughs> cheddar? <children. laughs> yes, like, it is.
2: So you have Very, healthy versions of stuff here.
1: Yes, <laughs> that's I re- either
0: makes a note of this. <laughs> right. Yeah. Newsflash. <laughs> right.
1: <laughs> Very tasty, and and then there's the beef relleno that's popular. And we have the cheese rielo, you know, very tasty. So that's one of our new items. We have a grilled chicken ranchero, very popular, and we can serve it with white rice and uh, ranchero beans, and it's good.
0: Now you were talking about the chicken ranchero, and what else is new, or what? What's something that? Tell me how people's tastes have changed over seventy-one years, and over over how many years of. A full restaurant. The full restaurant opened in 76, 79? 79.
1: At 79, this 79. Si- on this side. Well... The uh, new
0: restaurant. This was a drugstore. Yes, it was. <laughs> so so this became the big restaurant.
1: The big restaurant. But The restaurant next door was in 69. Okay. So a lot of people grew up going there so we have four generations coming over here
0: how have that, people's tastes changed what do people order well they more still of or less of?
1: they they still like some like still the cheese enchiladas molly with chili and the tacos but um i think the ruinos and the grilled chicken and uh, chalupas are always popular the chalupas, chalupas
0: yeah. just very popular steve i remember in the 70s people talked about the best Tex-Mex restaurants in town, the Mexican food that people wanted to have, and they would always name uh, Jotis, El Rancho Grande, Jimenez down the street on Central, and Casa Linda, and, you know, only two of those four are left, and, and uh, you know, what you do here at El Rancho Grande is not just uh, is not just good food, but it's a part of Texas history, too, because you serve the chili con carne, and the meaty dishes, and the, the emphasis on, you uh, on the the meats and the chili powder the 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 rich use of the powder the rich spices that you use here you use more spices a lot more spices than joe T's, and you use more spices than most of the other uh, you know tex-mex or mm-hmm. interior mexico restaurants
2: yeah it seems like uh, both joe T's and here it seems like it's like family run, family you know, oriented kind yeah. of thing.
0: Grand, uh, yeah. We say both both of them are
2: grandmothered in. You know, yeah. we have granddaughters
0: here, <laughs> you know, who are who were uh, who were in charge. Um, Steve, is there anything else that you think about on tamales? What I mean. Uh, what about like raisins? Are you are you one of these raisin tamale people?
2: I didn't even know there was such a
0: thing. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, There's the the fr- the dessert tamale. I don't think there's like a cranberry tamale. Um, there,
2: Yeah, they're, I've seen a bread pudding, you know, like tamale, but uh, <laughs> but no, I, you know, I like basically uh, pork tamales kind of what I like.
0: Yeah. Well, of course, they've added the cheese and jalapeno here. Mm-hmm. A lot of restaurants have added uh, other variations, and they they have. You know, besides pork, and, and some some have always had beef. Uh, down the road, I was going to talk about a few other places to get tamales. If they don't throw me out the window here, at, you know, at Al Rancho Grande, for talking about it. But the, <laughs> of course, the the real insider deal is down the street at Rodriguez Foods because Rodriguez Foods on Decatur at twenty eighth. You have to buy. That's the case. You have to buy the case. Is the oh ca- yeah, the case. It's Ten yeah. dozen. Yeah. yeah. So for thirty dollars or thirty five. Mm -hmm. you have to buy 10 dozen tamales it's $30 for a case of of uh, pork or beef and then it's $35 for a case of chicken or uh, green chili and Mm -hmm. so you you so they have those four there and Rodriguez is like everybody's insider deal on tamales there are people who go in and buy a case and then go out on the street and scalp the tamales to people to save them from waiting in line to buy Mm -hmm. the tamales but it's uh, and those are the tamales, by the way, that you see when you go to Brahms. If you go to Brahms, they have mm-hmm. beef and pork tamales in the case for three ninety nine a dozen, I think. And the the beef tamales are are pretty good. Those are the Rodriguez tamales. So that's like that's the emergency tamale. Is the Brahms <laughs> tamale and <laughs> the like? If you need to give you, you like your whole staff
2: tamales, then, then you can buy, by the, buy the case. Yeah, yeah buy the case. <laughs>
0: Otherwise, like I said, I mean, you do have we do have. The old steady places are still here. Esperanza's is down the street. Um, you know, the uh, you know, Marquise in Arlington. And you have Tommy Tamale, which won the tasting last year, the Channel 8, mm. the great tamale taste-off. Tommy Tamale in Grand Prairie won it. Mm. Cardona Foods on uh, Meacham at, uh, at uh, Blue Mound Road. Cardona Foods Tortilla Factory sells tamales at the holidays. And the Polito's restaurants, who are also. You know, old Tex-Mex, and and Polito's also has a good chili con carne, like like El Rancho Grande. Uh, Polito's is an old-style restaurant, and they have about eight kinds of tamales that they sell at the holidays. Mm -hmm. This is one of the best things that Polito's does is their holiday tamales. So uh, they do a lot of work over there in that Polito's factory. And then the kind of new wave tamales, uh, hot damn tamales is still... Mm -hmm. People have been confused about hot damn tamales because they sold their dining room and it turned into another restaurant. But they still have their tamale sales counter on Magnolia Avenue. So that's Mm -hmm. for all the... uh, the um you know high you know high cuisine tamales that mm-hmm. hot damn tamales does which by the way she said that dining room is going to turn into a, a restaurant named grandma's kitchen a chef from new york doing upscale southern foods so <laughs> there's your little new note.
2: york city that, that,
0: that, that, that's an each note that hasn't even been on twitter yet uh, other food news this week we had restaurants closed steve la piazza is going to uh, say goodbye, mm-hmm. arrivederci at the end of... of uh, How long they've been here? Is hello or goodbye?
2: How long they've been yeah.
0: here? <laughs> they've been here 30 years. Yeah, I was going to say, it's yeah. been a long time. They're right? closing it's at the end of December. Vito's uh-huh. retiring. So La Piazza will be gone. They tried to keep it quiet, but word got out. Mm-hmm. What's up with all these Dairy Queens? Nine Dairy Queens closed everywhere. Mm-hmm. The one on the North Side here is still open on North Side Drive, but a lot of the real fancy suburban ones mm-hmm. where they came in and bought a real expensive piece of land and built a fancy restaurant mm-hmm. and put in a Dairy Queen, right? they're, they're gone, they're closed. So yeah. that, that didn't work out. I that think seemed... little Dairy Queens on North Side Drive work a lot better and big fancy
2: Dairy Queens in color. And the same, people seem to be real interested in that story, though. I noticed, you know, it seemed like it was on the top of the charts for a while. Six, people were really interested in Dairy Queen's closing.
0: Sixty-seven thousand people had read oh. about Dairy Queen's closing last I saw, uh-huh. and I think, you know, in the in the search terms, I put, why are Dairy Queen's closing? Mm-hmm. And I think people may be looking at that. Then it may also have a little something to do maybe with a little last line about that Warren Buffett owns the Dairy Queen brand, mm-hmm. although not these restaurants. It right. may have gotten picked up as a business story someplace. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then uh, and then openings, Terry Black's Barbecue in oh, yeah. Dallas, Deep you, sa-
2: you said there was no line? Terry
0: Black's is open in Dallas. It's three blocks from Pecan Lodge in Deep Ellip. There's no line and it's open all the time it's open lunch and dinner every day except thanksgiving and christmas day mm-hmm. so you can go to terry black's when it's monday and pecan lodge is closed you can go when there's a line at pecan lodge you can go down the street you can go at 9:30 at night when pecan lodge is sold out You can go to Terry Black's anytime, all the time. Is it that people don't know who Terry Black is? Well, it's just new. It's Uh brand new. Mm -hmm. And people are just not waiting in line yet. It hasn't gained enough fame Uh to have a long line like Mm Picard Lodge has. And... People do have this little bit of resentment that it's not local. It's Uh an Austin, Mm -hmm. a pit pitmaster coming up. Right. But uh, he has, uh, when you go to the
2: barbecue places. Blacks uh, has a lot of credit. He did a
0: great job at the Fort Worth Food and Wine Festival. Mm -hmm. So, yeah, no line. Well, the other thing about Terry Blacks is free parking in Dallas, (laughs) in Deep Elm. There's a big parking lot at the front door. So Mm -hmm. open all the time, no line, lots of free parking. And it's at uh, Hall and Elm. On the east end of Deep Ellum. So you can go to Fair Park and get off at uh, Second Avenue and curl back on Exposition mm-hmm. into Deep Ellum, and it's right there at, at Elm Hall, Main and Hall.
2: Mm-hmm.
0: So uh, it's uh, Terry, uh, Terry Black's is open. Derek Allen's on the south side started doing breakfast. You can have mm-hmm. brisket for breakfast right. at Derek Allen's over at 8th and, and uh, Rosedale. And I won't even talk about chicken sandwiches. We'll have another whole show to talk about that. Uh, Zoli's where we haven't been yet but we keep right, talking about right. going uh-huh. zoli's pizza is now open for lunch and dinner every day so if you want to go try the pizza that was just voted one of the 10 best pizzas in america <laughs> zoli's on hewlin over the hill from central market on the opposite side of hewlin street is uh, is now open for lunch and dinner every day you can get in without the crowd that's kind of the, the local food news steve did you have any where have you been uh, partaking anywhere no,
2: no no i haven't
0: okay <laughs> well thank you you've been watching you've been you've been keeping a good low profile here mm-hmm. on the holidays what about what where do you all like to go and eat when you're not here uh selling tex-mex and bagging up chips and and taking tamale orders
1: oh italian food brenda? milanos brenda seven, oh
0: milanos okay good
1: straight great. Been going there for a long time. Yeah,
0: one of the very nice pizza pasta restaurants, uh-huh. and, and uh, yeah, Milano's is a is a good group. We go to Piola which is a couple of blocks away, but uh-huh. the, the, the uh, but Milano's is good. What about you, Deborah?
1: Well, I like um, sushi. Sushi? Oh, oh yeah.
0: well, all right. I like sushi, too. <laughs> <laughs> Mexican <laughs> restaurant owner likes sushi. I don't think I've ever run into this before. Uh,
1: I, I do like cooking a little bit, but I do Italian. I like Italian or soups. I love soup, so mm-hmm. I do that. But Well, those rolls
2: sort of look like tamales. Uh,
0: you know? well, yeah. <laughs> uh, we, we were saying today at, at the uh, – we had our office Christmas party today. Okay. And I, I said, you know, if you just stick with everything around, you know, you can mm-hmm. tell all the, the – uh, the young people like egg rolls and <laughs> and uh, flautas and tamales and they just stick with anything that's around. Sushi rolls go in fit in that too, right? Uh-huh. You know, any, anything that anything that's around looks good. Uh, well, gosh, thank you both for letting us come up to El Rancho Grande and come up to the uh, the secret upstairs party room. This, this is great. This is great to get to come up here and see this. It little is bit of
1: unique and you can see downtown. I love it up here. It's beautiful.
0: This is, this is really great to get to come up here and see this and it's great to come back to El Rancho Grande well, again.
1: We're glad you, we appreciate your your column and all of our customers they love reading you and
0: well the 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 tamale business has fallen to you by default this year some of our other tamale makers have fallen by the wayside can you handle it can you pick up the slack
1: we believe we're ready for it
0: (laughs) well thank you very much deborah martin brenda holloway of el rancho grande restaurante central and north maine on the north side of fort worth until next week i'm bud kennedy
2: and steve wilson